Hello everyone, I would love to introduce you to my great friend in Greece, Zsa Tudos. Uh, she is tr uh, trained in so many different modalities, but I'm going to let her introduce herself to you because she's so incredible and into so many things. Hello Zsa Hi Beverly, I am so very happy to be here and thank you very much for the amazing introduction. It's really, really beautiful of you. Um, yes, I am Zsa Tudos. Um, I am mainly an esoteric knowledge expert as such, but obviously this knowledge expert means that I am trained in many fields that comes under the umbrella of esoteric. Just want to tell you what esoteric means because I think people misuse this word. Esoteric is a Greek word, meaning the highest knowledge possible for human beings. I mean, that is the knowledge a human being can achieve in a lifetime, the highest knowledge. So it is not uh, somebody who is lighting a candle, you know, or talking about the Akashic records or whatever, because everybody can do that. Uh, I don't want to uh, uh, sort of build myself up in your eyes in any way whatsoever. I just wanted to clarify what the word means. And that's what I am uh, doing actually. I have a philosophy of my own. Uh, I created many years back. And this philosophy is called Akia. It's registered worldwide. And um, um, this philosophy is searching for the perfect matrix of the universe and with human beings in it. Now I remember that nowadays we talk about stepping out of the matrix because the matrix will uh, suck you in and whatever it is. You cannot step out of the matrix. You can change the matrix as such, but you cannot step out of it because we live in interrelations, everybody and everything in the universe. So it is axiomatic that we actually share the same structure as such. So don't ever um, try to step out of it because it is not possible in that way. However, we all can actually work towards changing the quality of the matrix. So we could uh, get awakened and knowledgeable and with this knowledge we gain we can become kinder nicer more peaceful and smiling and joyous and we can actually uh, step on the path of becoming a happy person so now we arrive to another word I need to explain, I think, <laughs> because <clears throat> we usually talk about happiness in an everyday 
manner and we say that, oh, I am happy because of this and that. But of course, on the other hand, we usually put some um, restrictions on happiness and conditions on happiness. We say, I will be happy when I have my house. I will be happy when I have my work. I will be happy then and then and then and then. As if we wanted to punish life for not giving us the happiness we want. <laughs> well, I have to tell you honestly, and it is very important to understand that there is a the most important love affair of a human being is between the self and the life itself. And that is the most important. If you don't understand it and you don't know how to live this beautiful love affair, then you cannot really expect anything from life because it is like a true love affair. You know, you gain whatever you put into it. So that is how it works. You have to understand that. Now that we are clear on few issues like happiness and esoterics, and well, not very clear on awakening just yet, but I am going to tell you all about it. Um, I think I am going to get into and talk about our situation at the moment where we are. And what are we doing here uh, right now? Well, we are on a tipping point in our lives. And this tipping point shouldn't uh, be ignored in any way whatsoever because it is the final make it or break it. And we have been having tipping points quite many during the last uh, century as such. And even in this one, of course, we are into it 21 years, my God. So <laughs> um, yes, um, but I don't think humanity understands these tipping points very well. I wouldn't say they were actually as important a tipping point as this one, because this one is the real uh, final tipping point of, of our lives. Last one we had was uh, during the quantum leap. That was in 2012, 28th of December, you know, when everybody been talking about um, end of the world and whatever it is. And of course, everybody thought it was the 21st of December because we are used to the Gregorian calendar's definition of the uh, winter equinox. But you see, again, something you need to learn. Equinox can only happen on full moon because the equinox is the dance, dance of the moon and the sun. It cannot be on half moon or quarter or whatever it is. It has to be on full, on full moon, everything. I mean, all the equinoxes and, of course, um, all the solstices, yeah? So 
So we really have to understand that. We cannot ignore the moon in any way whatsoever. And obviously because of that, it was on the 28th of December. I actually looked into the Mayan calendars because people were saying that according to the Mayan calendars, we figured it out that uh, the world is going to end on the, on two th in 2012, somewhere in December, yeah? Uh, but somehow, because people are used to certain things like the 21st of December being a prominent date, they ignored one week of the, uh, the Mayan calendar as such. So <laughs> it, it was a really fascinating thing, you know? Because obviously, according to our calendar, it is very difficult to figure out when the Mayan calendar has started. But it has started, of course, five sun ages before, because it is working through the five sun ages. I'm not going to get into that because I can talk about it forever. So <laughs> I am getting back to the awakening business. But it was important to understand that we had a, a very uh, big opportunity to actually change our course of life in 2012. Just a few words about the quantum leap, because that is important. Um, the quantum leap was a galactic quantum leap, meaning that the whole galaxy went up one level on the spiral of evolution mm -hmm. so actually the whole galaxy not just the sun solar system where we are because usually our quantum leaps are at every sun age end of sun age is a solar uh, uh, quantum leap as such but because it was the end of the fifth sun age that the maya saw very well and knew very well, I mean, it is absolutely amazing. So it was a galactic quantum leap. And I need to tell you that Earth wasn't ready for that in any way whatsoever, because uh, Earth is uh, denser, slower as such, uh, and uh, has a lot of karma. Uh, we demolished the planet very well <laughs> um, and because of that it needed some push from the solar system and from the galaxy to actually help it through the quantum leap and they did and we did and I remember I was with my students on the day in Spain uh, I used to live in Spain and uh, during that time and I had about 10 students of mine with me. And it was really amazing. We've been waiting for the time and everything. We knew it was pulling through, but still, you know, I mean, it was really amazing and full of suspense. And, and, and we've done a lot of work during that time to help actually. So that was the time when actually we, should have embraced the awakening because we started to receive so much of this 
really wonderful past energies from the universe, actually, because we went up one um, level, so it, it became a faster and livelier living than it was before. However, humanity wasn't there. So, I mean, we are really heavy. We are, even though people talk about all past energies and the universe is giving us the past energies. Guys, of course the universe is giving us the past energies, but if we cannot take it, we cannot take it. It's not up to the universe to wake us up. It is up to us to wake ourselves up. And you have to understand that it is yeah. very important. So we have to that, do the work. Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, human beings don't like working, and they, of course, they've been sort of trained for two thousand odd years. They are trained to put all the responsibilities on the <clears throat> we would care say the creator, God, or the universe, or whatever you call it, but it's the same thing in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Just for you to take your load off and float, <laughs> you know, because you cannot float with a load. If you have the load, you either sink <laughs> up, start doing something, or drown. And that's it. So you have to learn to swim, how to swim and how to get on with life properly to actually get into this beautiful energy we are getting from the universe. But if you don't have it, too bad. But I cannot really say that it is your fault in any way whatsoever, really. Because the point is that you don't have the clue what to do with that. I mean, people don't understand what does it mean to, to be part of the universe and how to behave with all that and what our responsibilities are in this absolutely magnificent uh, matrix. Um, so, because we, we have not been taught. Yes. And you know, if you don't have the basic understanding that, then you cannot really learn. I mean, what is learning? Learning is actually remembering the knowledge what you already have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is important to understand. So teachers like Beverly and myself, <laughs> I give you keywords to open your subconscious and open your fires there and bring it out into the conscious, into your own life. So you would have something to um, think about or ask about, because you see, I might tell you, okay, ask me questions but you might not even know what to ask me because right. everything what I'm telling you is new. And if it is new, you don't know what to ask. Be honest. I mean, that's the point. So 
we need to have information as a base to put our knowledge on it. Otherwise, it's not going to stick. I call it the hook, <laughs> you know, and I tell my student that it is really up to you. Of course, I help my students in every way whatsoever to build the hook. You have to be, have to inquire. You have to be curious about your life. You have to learn. You have to want to learn every day. And it is, even though we are really flooded with this misinformation of money needed, needed and and you know and we are going to make thousands and millions and god knows what and everybody is talking about it guys i tell you honestly it is good to have money i am not saying not of course and i teach my students to appreciate it and make money yes but the idea is that you need to know what to do with money and the only way to do and to understand and, and, and really enjoy money is to understand about life and living, you know? I mean, with money, you can make so many wonderful things for others and for yourself. And don't worry about spending your money on others because it comes back to you, you know? We live in interrelations. And if somebody else is happy, then it comes back to you too. Yes. So it is, it is absolutely amazing what we can do with each other and with money if that's what we want. But to make money and to do amazing things with money, we need to learn to understand the whole concept of living. First of, all, first of all, so I would say you have to understand how to awake, how to awaken yourself, how to become a, a responsible, full uh, um, member of the society and, of course, your life. Because Look into that, what is happening today. I mean, it is especially in the spiritual community, we call the spiritual community. By the way, I am going to tell you what the spiritual community is in one, one second. <laughs> but now I just want to finish my sentence because I will forget it. <laughs> so the idea is <clears throat> that people, when they sort of turn their, their lives around and they say, Okay, I was in business up to now, but now I am going to become a coach. I am spiritual. Just by becoming a coach or just by saying you are talking about this and that and that and this, you are not spiritual. It doesn't make you spiritual. The spirituality is actually finding the path to make yourself equal with the universe. And it really means that you have to be an equal member of society and everything. 
And when I say everything, you need to bear responsibility for everything what is going on there. And you need to uh, need to give your opinion when it is needed, and you need to push uh, things when it is needed, and you have to understand how other people live, and you have to take care of everybody. When I say spirituality, in spirituality, you have no... Um, no uh, groups of people and this is a big problem because that's what we do all the time do because our language is created by us of course and we put in levels comparisons and everything and really in real spiritual understanding we should never compare a human being to another one in any way whatsoever, because everybody is equal, not the same, but equal. Everybody is here to learn and go up on the ladder of evolution as such. So we have to help each other to get there. And we actually, by helping each other to get there, we are getting there also. Yes. And it is wonderful. It is just amazing. It is something really, really, really wonderful. So uh, I am having the most interesting questions nowadays. Um, it makes me think and a bit saddened also because the biggest question today is, are we coaches, healers, educators, are potentially ready to heal, educate, and coach the new generation? No. <laughs> it's different. They're very, very different. It's a different world they're creating. Yes. And that is the biggest question. That is the biggest question people don't really understand. Yeah. And you see, if you don't understand it, you don't know how to get on with your business. I am not saying you are not going to make money in it, but just by making money, it doesn't mean that you are good at your actual profession. You might be very good at your business, but that's different. That's different. It is very good if you are good at both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. you have to be a good business person to get there, actually. But, but first of all, and most of all, you need to understand that the new generation of people and it actually mainly started in 2003, but, but uh, sort of totaled in 2012. Um, to, to deal with this generation, you need to know a lot. It really means that you need to talk about things 
that was forbidden for us because society thought that we shouldn't talk about it. We should keep it as a secret and whatever it is, but we cannot keep any more secrets any longer because we need to dig. Yes. You know, what is important is hidden. So we're now at the point when we have to discover all the hidden treasures um, that actually made us a human being. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, brought us here where we are because we left it hidden rather than uh, getting into a sort of curiosity and started to dig for certain things. We didn't ask questions. We never actually learned. I am talking about uh, humanity at large at the moment because I was brought up in the communism. I learned how to ask questions because that was the base of our education and it was good. But then again, not everybody had this no. wonderful upbringing. Yeah. Um, and most people were not taught how to ask questions. And that is a big problem because if you don't know how to ask questions, then you are not getting anywhere. You are not um elevating yourself into anything i mean think about your family think about your children even if you are not in a coaching business uh, or any kind of so-called spiritual business or business business <laughs> but you are a human being and you are a mother a father a parent a brother a sister a child, uh, uh, um, uh, a friend, a colleague of auntie or uh, uh, uncle or whatever it is to somebody else. So what are you going to tell and teach people around you? I mean, especially you are responsible for your children, of course, even though you think you are not responsible. I mean, nowadays I know it is very fashionable to let the children bring themselves up, but come on, guys, that you can. <laughs> what did it do to a generation of people? You cannot do that. They don't know how to bring themselves up. They need guidance. And you have to give them guidance. But if you don't have the guidance, how do you want to give them the guidance? You know, I mean, it is really interesting how we are at the moment and uh, what we have to deal with and have to learn to deal with if we want to be useful members or become useful members of this whole society around us or whatever it is. So, um, what do you think, Beverly? Um, I, I agree. I, I think people, uh, a lot of young people today never learn limitations. They never learn consequences. They never learn self-discipline because all you had to do was show up. 
and now they're showing up and finding out they're not getting what they want. They're confused. Um, you know, I, I taught um, at naturopathic college for over five years. So I, I've been meeting a lot of these folks and they're uh, young people compared to me. <laughs> and, and I see what they're going through and they're the really smart ones. Um, so I think that some of the people who were raised in very disadvantaged circumstances who didn't have the opportunity to learn, um, it's it's especially hard for them. And we need to find a way to help everyone because we're all one. And if you don't help everyone, are you helping anyone? We have to help each other. What's that saying? What you do to the least of them, you do to me, I think is what Jesus said. And, and so that's so important for us. I, I am heartbroken that there's so many homeless. No one should be homeless. No one should be hungry. We have the resources as a human culture to deal with that. And we haven't been. So all of that needs to change. That, that's the part of the matrix that we need to get under control. Yes, I mean, the problem really is that uh, we are selfish. And we have to really <laughs> Yeah. That if we have what we want, then we are not paying attention to anybody else. Even within one country, I mean, when the election comes or or uh, or parties or the uh, ideas become low, we don't really take the whole country into our consideration. Only ourselves and we want our pocket to get mm. bit better of course mm -hmm. so the problem is then you know i mean if your pocket gets fatter it means that it is going to miss somebody else's pocket or or you know i mean somebody else is going to to have less money so the, the pro point is really, uh, it is very important to think of everybody all the time. I mean, within the country, it is, first of all, it is the most important for everybody because it is your country. You live in it. You actually exist in it. And you really need to, uh, to um, nurture everybody in the country. And it is very important. And of course, then we are part of the whole earth and all the other countries as 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 much as that as, as that. So we have to look after all the other others also. But on the other hand, I do appreciate and understand that people are very insecure. And because of that, they want to put the money into their own pocket. Mind you, money is becoming liquid. So in one way or another, it is not in your pocket any longer. And you never know when the tap closes up. <laughs> That's it. Because it is not in your hand any longer. So you don't have the real... Um, money in your hand and put it into your pocket 
but it is somewhere floating in the universe. And God knows what happens with it. <laughs> so it is, I do appreciate that um, people want to uh, sort of uh, uh, guard their security. But I tell you honestly, I mean, you really need to know security is an illusion because it doesn't exist. No. The only security you can have is in yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. that you are capable of getting out of every uh, condition and every circumstances around you. Mm-hmm. And you are going to survive it. And whatever happens, you are going to be the winner because you either have the experience or the experience and you actually um, took a step forward. So in every way, you are a winner, but that's the only thing. So, and if you want to believe in yourself, you really need to understand yourself, yeah? Yeah. And you know, money is not what makes you a human being. (laughs) No. And now, Everybody talks about it. I mean, the first question is now is, I remember back, I mean, it used to be a a taboo to ask people about their salaries and how much they make or whatever it is. But now it is becoming really sort of fashionable to ask and to talk about uh, our um, wealth. How they put it, yeah? Well, I consider when I meet somebody, I definitely don't talk about that. And I am not asking the question, what are you doing for a living? Because that's the very first question. I want to know what is your favorite color? What is your favorite music? What do you like to do in your spare time? You know, or how did you like this book or that book or whatever it is? But definitely not going to talk about any uh, of, of, of this floating um, uh, faces of people, because it's not the real human being. I mean, I know I've been surrounded by so-called spiritual people, because I am an author of uh, a best-selling author also. I have 11 books published. I forgot to mention it before. <laughs> but, and I talk about all the stuff in my books, of course. You know, and I've been teaching the mysteries of, of the universe and humanity for almost 30 years now. So I am really surrounded by people who either think or are so-called spiritual. Mm -hmm. But most of them are just floating because they say, ah, I am spiritual. So it's as if they gain the permission for floating. So they don't need to do anything else because they are spiritual. That is something really, really not acceptable in every way, you know. 
you really need to dig and learn. A person who is on a spiritual path, learning can never stop. Right. It's a process, it, not a destination. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you know, the road is more important than the aim because the road is what you are living. Right. The aim is just standing there and that's it. It's not the road of getting there. It is something and it is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Well, anyhow, <laughs> I am actually uh, creating premium courses uh, nowadays, digital premium courses, of course. I used to teach uh, one-to-one and I used to travel from one country to another one and select uh, certain people to teach uh, to um, a high level of knowledge, of course, the highest level is the alchemy. That is actually meaning the matter of Egypt. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> It's nothing to do with anything else, you know. I mean, people are not having alchemy because they know what to cook today. So that's something very different. Anyhow, uh, I've been teaching uh, all that stuff of life, but now I switched to digital and I create premium courses. One of my very important signature premium course is called the Complete Awareness Mindset Formula. It is called that way because it digs into the psychology, physiology, and um, mental understanding of humanity and with it, of course, the whole universe, because we cannot talk about human beings without understanding the universe, you know? Um, So actually, uh, it is very important. And this course starts up, my next course on on this uh, premium course, starts up on the 17th of January. So if anybody is interested, of course, coaches, educators, um, healers um, are most welcome. And everybody who wants to step on the road of understanding or awakening, that would be a very good uh, course. It is an eight-week course and um, with... Uh, uh, weekly live lectures and Q&As. Of course, there is a support group, as always we do the support groups, <laughs> and needless to say. <clears throat> and um, if uh, the coaches, healers, and educators want, I can give them um, for structuring uh, uh, lectures actually free at the end of the course to uh, help them put into perspective how they want to actually uh, use what they learn. So that's what it is all about. Okay, and we'll put the link for uh, that class down below for people who are wondering. 
Um, so it's an eight-week class starting uh, January 17th. Yes. And, uh, it's going to be all online? Yes, it is a, an evergreen course, but because I give what, uh, live lectures weekly, uh, I need to have a starting date, obviously. Oh, okay. But the lectures are sort of dripping in to, for everybody, yes. It's full of exercises and questions because the idea is, you see, if you want to awaken yourself, you really need to learn how to ask questions and how to answer questions. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. If you stay in your comfort zone, because you understand everything I am saying, then you are in your comfort zone. Then you haven't learned anything. Don't be very happy about it. <laughs> but what you have to do is you really have to scratch your scalp, you know, and say, what is this question all about? Because if you haven't done that, hmm, <laughs> then you are in your comfort zone still. So Wonderful, Shaja. Well, We've really enjoyed your talk today, and I hope your class is a great success. And like I said to everyone, the link for the uh, workshop will be posted below this video. And thank you all, and thank you, Jaja. My pleasure, and thank you very much for seeing me here, Beverly. I really love talking to you. It's always <laughs> such a delight. <laughs> and I enjoy your company as well. All right. Bye-bye.